Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Lately, I've really been focused on spicing my sex life. I want it spicy. And Dame Products has helped me do just that. And that's why we want to thank Dame Products for being a sponsor of the show. They've been a great partner and we love their products. Please check them out and get 10% off when you use code COCKTAILS. And now let's get back to the show. Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man, it's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails, Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Hanky Panky. The ingredients you need to make a Hanky Panky are one and a half ounces of gin, one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth, two dashes of vernet branca, I hope I said it right, and for garnish, you're going to have an orange twist. So you're going to add the gin, the vermouth, and the vernet branca into a mixing glass with ice and stir until it's well chilled. Straight into a chilled cocktail glass and garnish with an orange twist. I love a cocktail with hard to pronounce words. What is that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's like a liqueur. Okay. I like it when it's got fancy ingredients. Yeah. I have so many little bottles of like different types of bitters and things. I'm like, why the fuck did I buy this? I'm not going to use it. But it's cute because you might one day make something that does call for like bitters and you're like, oh, I do have it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have it. That is important. Okay. Welcome back to Cocktail Jerry Discussions, you guys. Hey, y'all. How are you? I am doing great. I have a clear mind. I oh. feel free. I can breathe. You was um, doing yoga again. Well, I was, but you know, <laughs> I've been talking about this for a long time, but I finally am all the way moved into my apartment. Oh, that's good. Yes. And speaking of like things that you want to make sure you have, like I got a little bar cart. Mm-hmm. Like I just really wanted this to be like grown woman vibes. I feel you. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's like you get to a certain age and it's like there's just certain things you should have. Don't mm-hmm. be asking people to borrow it. Don't be, you sit on the couch, we're all on top of each other. Girl, I bought a sectional. I bought it unfortunately a man did not buy it for me congratulations thank you kiki mm-hmm. i appreciate and that ain't nobody take it from yes me. i i got my first real plant like i got a large plant that cost about she cost me like 45 dollars. i don't know what type she is i got it from ikea and her name is Kresha. And, and it's alive and it's she's a, alive ooh. it's a real life plant i'm gonna do my best to keep her alive because Good the luck. succulents that i had got in my last place I, they died instantly and i was like i died too and people <laughs> say you can't kill them yes you can Girl, everyone was like you know Are there's you a black widows i don't know but i I don't want to believe that I can't be a plant mom. I just love when you look at people's places and you see all the life in their apartment. It feels good. The air feels better in there. Yeah. So I got my plant. Her name is Kresha. I've been talking to her every morning. I play classical music for her. Oh. I have. So hopefully she lasts long. Um, while my mom was at my place helping me decorate. It's first of all, it's expensive when you're decorating and just putting unnecessary things around your apartment. All these little knickknacks. The and knickknacks, things. the mirrors, the hooks, the floating mirrors shelves. Are high. My nigga. And then if you if you can do it yourself.
yourself, that'll save you a bunch. Because if you can't, you're just gonna you, be punching holes in the wall. Yeah, and so I was like, I do that. But then I was like, you know, my mom was like, just call Task Rabbits, and I was just like, why don't I have a man that will do these things for me? We need to find us some country men, a country men or men in construction or plumbers. Because here's the thing, Kiki, they don't lie to us and told us people want these men that wear these iced out chains and trying to be rappers and scamming ass niggas. You know what? I want a man that works in con- some construction. Well, I just need him on the team. Or I don't need own those. the construction company. Oh, he could own it, yeah, because I don't want them them rough calloused fingers rubbing up on my. I don't mind a little rough callus. Uh, give oh, me yeah. that rough callus, because if my man, this one, if you're I'd not be, giving me a pedicure, I don't want nothing to be rough. Okay. This one, I'd be wishing I was still with Carlos, because that oh. nigga can build a house, and I just be like, wow. I started tapping into some of the men that I knew from when I worked at a real estate um, company. Yeah. And I didn't realize I knew so many people that own construction companies, and there was this one guy, and he was like, let me send over one of my guys, and he'll do it. Don't worry about the pain. I was oh, like, that's nice. That is really nice. And he always wanted to date me, but he's little. He just, he's little and he's he's kind of corny. But I'm not going to lie. The gestures that he did this past week, I'm, I'm going to give him the a chance eventually. You know what, guys? Some of the corny niggas, they're starting to look a little bit more attractive. Yes. I don't know if it's because I'm old as fuck or what. How about this? When he came to look at the things I needed to have done, he was like, you know, before I leave this, have you ever had a nigga try to impress your mama in front of her? Because he knows you're not just going to fuck with him. So he tried to get your mama to be like, he's a good guy. My nigga. Yeah. Wh- and I'd be like, he's horrible. You don't know the story. I didn't even introduce you to him. He just popped up on your ass. You don't know if I tell you all his business. I'm saying goodbye to him and about to walk in back downstairs. And he's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Before you go, I'm, you know, I'm going to sell you some money so you can take your mom out to eat and your nephew because they was there. They I, love to treat the mamas I out to eat. I was looking at him like I was like, but thank you. You know, I ain't never been out with you a day. And I was like, okay, thanks. He was like, yeah, make sure you He's like, mom, you know, you need to eat. You out here helping, baby girl. And I was like, my mom's like, trying to get in with the mama. He's a nice guy. What's wrong with him, Dean? Girl, now I've been responding to his text messages. I mean, Bryce Highs Chris Brown gonna be gone. (laughs) He gonna be gone. Make sure y'all listen to the Patreon episode to hear about what happened to Bryce Highs Chris Brown. Uh, What you been up to? Okay, so besides visiting Louisiana, hanging out with the family, uh, oh, I forgot to say this. Okay, so while I was in Louisiana, Drea had a hosting in Shreveport. Girl, I, I went saw. to the club it in was Shreveport. <laughs> yes. Y'all, we had a catfish plate in the club, but that catfish, that catfish, <laughs> that catfish was so good. We had a good time. So my sister, um, Jasmine, she came up with me. And so we went, we went out, we had a good time, we got drunk. It was fun. They sent a sprinter for us. I didn't know they had sprinters in Shreveport. Oh, oh y'all was famous. Yeah, then, oh my God. I'm sitting outside Saturday at my grandma's house, and it's funny to me because I swear, y'all know I've been saying I haven't been feeling so great lately. When I go to Nashville, those people going to bump you up. They are just going to make you feel like so good about yourself. So I'm sitting on the porch, minding my business with the family. We're barbecuing. Mm. And this guy rides by. He's trying to flirt with me. I said, sir, I'm so old and I can tell that you are young. Mm. So he's trying to holler all this stuff going back and forth. So he's like, you're from here, but I don't know you. I said, because I'm way older than you. This is why you don't know me. I know your grandpa and them. We're going back for okay. And so I give him my Instagram. He pulls it up holding up traffic mind you there's a line of cars he was like oh and you famous too 
hate people, when people do if that. If you have sad. at least 10,000 followers out there, it's like you are famous. You will feel like fucking Beyonce. You really, and don't be verified. I don't even know how I got verified, but niggas really be like, oh, you, no, I'm not. Right, stop. Can we stop? It's funny, but yeah, I did that. That was fun. I'm trying to think of what else. Maybe that's it. Oh, uh, book club this month. We picked a new book. I, I think it's called The Stolen Daughter. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. I started it already. You can join the book club at any point. Um, I'll put the link down below. Um, I'm trying to think. I guess that's it. I ain't been doing nothing. We, oh, we went out. We went to Tribeca with um, Samia from... I always say Samia and it's Samia. From sexual Essentials. Sexual Essentials. She does like live showings of like how to suck dick, how to eat pussy. So we... How to ride a dick. How to ride a lot of things like how-tos. And they're really good shows. Classes, I mean. And so we went to Tribeca and had a meet and greet with her. It was it was fun. I just wanted to bring it up because I went to go ask Rasby from B2K, <laughs> the late and great B2K, if he would come and take a picture with us. And I didn't think that it was going to be challenging. Yeah, like, I was just like, I'm going to go, I'll be right back, guys. I'm going to go ask Rasby if he'll take a picture with us just because, you know, it would be a good picture. I used to love Rasby. I thought I was going to marry Rasby. Mm-hmm. And when I tapped this nigga on his shoulder and he tried to act like he was still famous, I was like, Rasby, sir, we all know your business on the internet. He looked at me like, oh, yeah, like, I'll come in a second. First of all, no one else is bothering asking. you. Yeah, no one's bothering you. Come on, Raz. Like, come. I was like, sir. And then I even told him, if you don't want to come take the picture, you definitely don't have to. We're good. It was weird. I was it like, was, sir. Especially because his fake ass publicist was just blowing up our email, inviting us to his celebrity birthday bash with that blurry ass flyer. Who was going to be the celebrity? I guess you. Oh, okay. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's weird to me when people act like that. It's just like... First of all, you need to eat a whole humble pie. But second, Stop. even if you were still famous, why act like that? You know, it's just, it's so nasty and so rude. I don't like it. Mm. Not one bit. I don't either. Um, I wanted to share one more quick little story before okay. we move on to weird sex. So my mom was with me for about a week and a half. I love my mom being in town. Mm-hmm. And another guy tried to woo her in the elevator. You remember when I talked about Alejandro a couple weeks ago and yeah. how he blocked me in the elevator and was like, why are you not trying to talk to me, shorty, the one from New York? And I was yeah. like, sir, just because I'm not interested. Um, so we get in the elevator. I had already told my mom about Alejandro and she was like, oh, she was like, that is really, he shouldn't be blocking you on the elevator. So I was like, yeah, he shouldn't, mom. <laughs> we are leaving to go to like, I think we were going to rooms to go or something like uh-huh. that. The elevator opens on my floor and there is Alejandro. And as soon as I saw him and rolled my eyes, he saw me and rolled his eyes. But I had my mom with me and my nephew. So he's, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. The nigga took advantage of the opportunity. He was like, are you her mom? And I was like, yeah. I mean, he was like, my mom was like, yeah. She was like, what's your name? He's like, I'm Alejandro. She's like, oh, Miss Gina, nice to meet you. I said, mom, this is the dude who locked me in the elevator. We're in the elevator telling on each other. I was like, mom, he locked me in the elevator because he's always trying to shoot a shot and I don't want to talk to him. He's like, but let me tell you something, mom. He was like, mommy. That's what he was calling her. Mommy. He was like, I'm a really good man. He was like, and I'm trying to take your daughter out and she won't let me have her. My mom said, well, hold on. She won't let you have her. What you trying to get? Girl, it was so funny. Then Zane is looking at him. We're walking out the front. He's talking my mom's head off. They're cracking up, having Uh a good old time. In the elevator? In the elevator. And then as we walk out the lobby, Zane's like, ooh, is that your car? <laughs> he was like, yes, nephew, that is where He said, that's a, oh, nice it was a nice car. I said, Zane, be quiet. And then he's telling my mom, like, look, I'm going to keep pursuing your daughter. He's like, Medina, look, like, your mom likes me. Your nephew likes me. You really don't know what you're missing out on. My nephew likes your car. I was like... Sir, if you don't get your... And my mom's like, he is kind of cute. And I was like, he is. <laughs> Niggas are starting to wear me down. I'm not going to lie. Are. I'm getting to that. You wearing me down and I might just have to give you a chance. I get it. I get it. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, 
something got to shake around these parts. We can't keep doing this. Living our lives like this. This is horrible. Okay. So um, on that note, we'll go ahead and move on to Indecisive Diane. I'm Weird sorry, sex. not oh, wait, she, she ain't here yet. <laughs> <laughs> She's still on the way. She in traffic. My bad. All right, guys. So when I heard about PaintYourLife.com, initially, I thought, what a great idea, but it must be incredibly expensive. Then I actually went to PaintYourLife.com, looked around, and I realized it's totally affordable. You get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo or any set of photos at a truly affordable price. You can choose from a team of artists from all over the world world and work with them until every detail is perfect. When I ordered the cocktails photo of Medina and I, there were a few changes that I needed to be made and the artists were able to turn those changes around really quick before I finally approved the photo to actually be painted and sent over to us. It was a really quick and easy process. It only took a couple of weeks and it makes for the perfect birthday, anniversary, or even a wedding gift. I love the portrait. We've been bringing it to the studio every time we record and it's It's just really something different. It's nice. Our team in the studio didn't even realize it was a painting. They thought it was a photo. It's so realistic, so beautiful. It came in a lovely frame. We just love it. I'm going to have lots of portraits throughout my home from paintyourlife.com. At paintyourlife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off. And free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word TAILS to 64000. That's TAILS to 64000. Text TAILS, T-A-L-E-S, to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text TAILS to 64000. At Weird Sex. You said a man is not a necessity. A man is a luxury. Like dessert. Yeah. Man, it's absolutely not necessity. Did you mean that to sound mean and bitter? Oh, not at all. I adore dessert. I love men. I think men are the coolest. But you don't really need them to live. I need more caffeine. All right. Y'all, so some people got arrested. Oh, again? Yeah. People gonna stay going to jail behind sex. It's like, I get it. The horniness takes over. These people try to have an orgy in the woods. Guess how old they were? Oh, I'm, I'm going to assume they were old. 63. Uh, 85. 84. 84, 85 range. Who helped uh, them get there? Well, in the 80s. Okay, so there were si- six people. Sorry, there was a woman who was 84. Then Richard Butler, 82. His wife, Joyce. Daniel was 67. John was 62. He was a little young. Charles was 75 and Otto was 62. They were in the forest in Connecticut fucking and hunching and the park police got their asses. Why would you do that? What are you doing? You know you can't run? And was fuck around and break a hit. I wonder how y'all even got, uh, like how y'all, did they hike far? Was it just in their... I don't oh. know. It's in the neighborhood or whatever, but they went out there and um, somebody saw somebody walking naked, so they called it in and they were outside. They had left their clothes draped on the cars. Like, Look, this is not how you do it. I wonder if someone is on the verge of death and they're like, I've just always wanted to do this. And you're, they're like, you know what, Roberto, we're going to do it for but you. But you know what? They said that um, that park is known for that. People, Lots of people go out there to get their freak on. What's it called again? 
Um, what is it called? I might Some, need to go. It's in Connecticut. I ain't never had sex in the woods. I've had it on the beach. And it is not as great Fuck as Fuck around people. and catch chickers or something. Yeah. You don't want to do that. Lyme disease. Oh. oh, no. I don't know about that, Medina. Um, maybe in a cabin. A, what, a what, glamp? What if, like, a bug got you? Could you imagine? While your butt ass naked and it a, got up in your in cat. your hole, one of your holes, and you had yeah. to go to the doctor and explain that to them, and they're looking at you like. Or what if a lizard falls on your head like in the parent trap, and you're trying to suck to a me. dick and a. Li- oh! I wasn't sucking dick and I wasn't having sex. It, it got just in your fell, mouth. It fell in my head. I was <gasps> at my parents' house, girl, and my I I had a sewing. It was it was stuck <gasps> in the braids. I was screaming. How did you get it out? This I was is screaming. freaking me out. It was late at night. I was letting my dog outside. My dad came running downstairs. Everyone thought I was being murdered, and I got in trouble because. Of my dr- the dramatic trouble, but I couldn't get the lizard out of my head. You know when you pull them too hard, they break. Mm-hmm. And his tail oh. broke. Girl, he ran down my face. It was really not. That was not fun. Mm. Well, huh? that's a good weird sex because that yeah, shit is weird. That is weird, y'all. Don't be doing that. And encourage your grandparents to just have sex at home. Don't, give them some privacy. Maybe yeah. stop busting their room. Knock first and wait for a response so they can stop going to the woods to fuck each other yeah. and have nasty ass orgies and shit. Anyway, that's it for Weird Sex. Um, send your stuff in to us if you see anything interesting. Thanks. Outside is open. They said we outside. Um, speaking of outside being open, mm-hmm. um, we have some topics about being outside that I really want to dive into. This was really heavy on my mind because it, it's kind of personal to me. So the rela- do you have any relationships that were founded during the pandemic, during the lockdown, when it was really the height of it? Did you have any friendships or uh, situationships, if you will, that developed over COVID times? They didn't start there, but there were definitely situations that happened that only happened because of the lockdown. Right. And so, which brings me to my point is some some of the relationships that I, it ain't some, it's only one, that formed like during the lockdown. I'm like, oh my gosh, now that outside is open, I've been having anxiety about like, is our relationship going to change? And because we were limited to what we could do, yeah, who we were meeting. Yeah, and so it was kind of hard to meet new people. It was hard to meet new people, whether it be like you just personally don't want to be having a whole lot of people over in your space because maybe you're going to be around little kids. So it's kind of like maybe you got a sex partner during lockdown and you just stuck with that person because it was safe. It was like the safe thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, mm-hmm. yeah, and so like the when you spend so much time with somebody, no matter what it is, you start to get close. Yeah. And now that the outside is open, like my little lieutenant bay, I'm a little worried. Why? I girl, you know, <clears throat> well, this is what happened. Okay. We really drink. <laughs> I wish we had a shot. Right? We I met him in the height of COVID and when things were locked down, even though everybody's like Atlanta was never really locked down. There were things that were locked down because you had you had COVID and then you had the Black Lives Matter stuff going on and streets were literally shut down and we had a curfew. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wasn't really meeting no quality niggas like no, I wasn't getting like flued out. I was doing all the things with him. All of the things were with him. You know, getting close with somebody, going places, having fun. It was supposed to be a situation ship, and then it got a little bit more serious. So the world wasn't open. He wasn't doing as much as he normally does. And quite frankly, I don't really know what that nigga be doing when the world is open because I met him when the world wasn't open. Right. So now here we are. Everybody's outside. People are hollering at me, and I am not really entertaining it yet because I'm like, that's not what we were on. But when I went to Houston, he was asleep. Okay. And knocked out sleep. Just super tired day. We both had like a really long day. 
He's knocked out. I'm like, okay, well, let me turn Handmaid's tail off. I'm going to go get in the shower and get ready for bed. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting ready for bed, and his Amber Alert goes off. And you know how loud the Amber Alert is? That shit is so annoying. It's so fucking loud, and it'll go, like, for at least two minutes. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to go and turn that shit off. So I was in the bathroom getting ready, and he didn't. He didn't wake up to turn it off, and it's loud as shit. Mm-hmm. So I walk over to. He is knocked the fuck out. People have these spidey senses when it comes to their phones that are incredible to me. I reach over just to grab the phone to turn the Amber Alert off. You just right. have to do a little. Clink. You don't need the password. Yeah, or nothing. I'm like okay, I got it. This nigga shot up like The Exorcist. What? I don't even think his eyes was all the way open. I'm sitting How there. How do you feel you there? That's what I want to know. And his phone wasn't even next to him. It was like you're sitting on the couch. The phone was over there at the end of the table. Like it was on a whole different section. He shot up, lunged, did a high jump, and grabbed the phone and was like oh, what the fuck I got it Kiki there was an awkward silence I just looked at him and I was like, like what I never have ever thought anything mm-hmm. we're super honest with each other this is we're not in like a relationship where it's like you you know we're honest with each other and so I looked at him and I was like what's going now on now I have attitude and I just naturally looked, yeah I wanted to punch that nigga in his eye I turned around I went back in the bathroom now I'm just giving the silent stream you know when bitches give you the silence the silence I stream, a lot going on in my a mind. Lot going on. I don't know how this is gonna end up I'm mad he's like well what's wrong what's wrong I've never seen you behave this way before why uh-huh. would you do that and so then it got me thinking oh the world is open back up this nigga mm. got and now he out here got you having options mm. and you might be really testing him maybe you maybe you're getting a little bored Maybe, bitch. I really felt some type of way, so I didn't. I didn't fucking. I don't that blame night. you. Yeah, he woke me up in the middle of the night and was like, "You still mad? Fuck yes, I'm still mad. I'm dreaming about yes, what I'm gonna do." You, so what did he say? His reasoning was. He said that he just didn't hear the phone. He heard it. It was just his first reaction. Niggas never have a good. He didn't anything that he would have told me. And even when people send in advice letters, I say this all the time. When the phone stuff happens, it's true. Whatever you're thinking is true. I don't know what, how else to, that was weird. When someone acts like that over their phone, it's fucking weird. So now I'm like, all right, well, let's start reintroducing condoms into this. Yeah. If you're not just going to openly be honest, bro. Yeah, because what else are you doing? And all I'm trying to do is turn off the annoying ass alarm that has been going off. You wasn't worried about it till I got over here. Fuck you in this phone. Fuck you you should have threw phone. it at his teeth. <laughs> I'm about to be, it, Lieutenant Bay about to be absent because I don't like that. It's It, it reminded me of, um, you know how like when Versus first started? During COVID, everybody mm-hmm. was watching it. All the views were like in the millions. And it was only because we didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, I literally we were bored com- as fuck. Yeah. I, I, and when I was having this conversation with him, I compared it to the verses. Mm-hmm. Everybody was bored. You're locked in the house. It was a dope idea for being locked in the house. But now it's like the verses. You'd be like, I'm not watching it. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I can go have drinks with someone or go yeah. on a date or go somewhere else. The world is back open. It's not really that interesting. Like, they're trying to keep it. They are. They're trying to add production to it. And it's cool and everything. I don't want to watch no production on my phone. Right. Right. So I don't. I, I mean, miss them being at home and just keeping it cute. I want to see how you living now. What's your background looking what like? What y'all doing? <laughs> but, so we'll see how this plays out. That really, I was like, wow, I, I didn't really think about it in this type of um, concept. Like, wow, the world is open and now we both have options. I have the options, and mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, I guess I kind of been. But I, I don't know what what to do about that. I don't either. We yeah. gonna see. Now I gotta start being sneaky, and I don't like that. <laughs> Yeah, like I started fucking my friend during quarantine. And, well, I fucked a few friends during quarantine, if we're going to be honest. Ooh, 
was a wild time. I was just getting hornier and hornier by the day. I was fucking my homeboy, my homegirl. It was just a lot going on. Thomas was calling it the den of sin, my apartment. And then, you know, we got the lights behind the TV. He was like, oh, we lost the remote somehow. So it was stuck on red. He was just like, it looks like hell every time you call me. <laughs> Y'all it, was in there getting it. We were. But it was like out of boredom. Like, I mean, great times. But I know that wouldn't have happened had we not all been stuck with not many other options and just living life that way but now it's like okay well I also wasn't interested in really dating back then now I am so my friend who I was fucking I feel he keeps asking me stuff and then the other day he was watching episodes of cocktails and it was like okay so we're friends and not that I feel like I owe you an explanation or anything but I've said a million times if you're fucking me, if you're dating me, any of those things, you don't need to watch cocktails. Mm-hmm. You don't know when the stories that I'm talking about happen. Mm-hmm. I feel like no matter what, if I'm currently fucking somebody and they listen to an episode, doesn't matter when, they want to make it about them, whether it was about them or not. And it just, it makes things awkward and uncomfortable. And it's just like, this is, um, things are changing and you need to stop watching. And it's like, if quarantine wouldn't have happened, we wouldn't even be fucking. See? You know? And, and it's like, it's fine that we we have been, but it's like, okay, well. I, I'm curious to know if any of the listeners have noticed a change in, in the relationships that you maybe developed or mm-hmm. got a little bit closer to somebody during the lockdown. Because I just want to know. I don't know if I'm tripping or not. Then some people, I got sick of them. <laughs> and I don't even hit them up no more. <laughs> You know, like some people was like, "Ooh, you were annoying." It, it, um, that know, happens. It brought it brought out a lot in people. Yeah, and whether it was good or bad, it, it it did some things. Quarantine was a strange time. I wonder how they're gonna talk about this in like the history books later. I do, too. or the history tablets. Maybe, I know a lot of babies were made and a lot of divorces Ooh. were formed. Um, mm, yeah, there were a lot of babies. Um, but it brings me to my next question: what? When do you think? a relationship or even a situationship starts to get stale. And when I mean stale, I don't mean you don't you don't like the person anymore, but it's just like maybe you're like, oh, like I'm going to go visit him and I'm not going to make a lash appointment. Oh, well. Or I'm just going to put on a, some granny panties and a big old T-shirt. Or Yeah, know, when you're not excited things. to see the person anymore. But I'm trying to think of why it would get stale. I guess maybe if you're doing too much of the same things mm-hmm. and like the like maybe sex becomes the same. Like you know how the sex is gonna go. And it felt good the first ten times, but goddamn, can we have lucky number eleven? Because we're doing the same fucking eight counts. It's not as exciting. Um I know what you're gonna talk about. I done heard I know everything what you're you gonna say. Sp- I wrote yeah. the script. Yes, it's just like ugh, this when, is getting so, And when there's no progress, like sometimes when you're dating somebody, even if you weren't expecting something more, it's like okay, well now we're at this point. So what's gonna happen? What is next? Yeah, is there anything next? Is this where it stops? Because I'm bored. I just it it feels like you're stuck in limbo. You the know? time That's frame still. for me, I think, when it gets to that point, I would say is like a year and three months. A year and three months. Ooh, I think that's when it starts being three like, months for me. <laughs> three months? I told you I'm fickle. That's why shit don't die. <laughs> if, if you don't maintain some excitement for me for ninety days, you get erased. There's a movie where you can erase a whole person out of your memory. I wish that shit was real life because there's so many niggas I would just like to erase because what a waste. Erase them. I mean, I guess there's some 
some factors that fall under that. You have to maybe live in the same city. Most yeah. of the time I date niggas that don't live here. Okay, these are same city niggas. Okay. You get more time if you're out of town. You do, because you, you're missed a little bit more because yeah. we don't see each other all the time. When we do see each other, everything's like a surprise. House. Yeah, yeah, I can't even ride by your Not goddamn that I do that anymore. I might need to start doing it. I might be making pop-up visits to Houston. I want to come. Let's do it. <laughs> we have a spy mission. Look at some all-black fashion overfits. Yeah, I got a couple cat suits already. We can come creeping through. Mm-hmm. I just hate when I start to feel like the relationship is... It, it, is starting to get stale. So when it starts to get stale, like, do you bring it up? Do you try to introduce some change? I bring it up, but I feel like when that message is delivered to men... They just don't understand it. They think you, oh, stop tripping. Or are you, you're thinking into it too much. And I really don't think that someone can think into something too much. I don't this think This is how I it, feel. Right. This is how I I'm feel. Bored. So say something or do something to, to make me feel like I'm having the wrong feelings. This is mm-hmm. not, I'm, I am thinking too hard. Because when I'm thinking too hard or digging into something that's nothing there, I can normally correct it. Yeah. But with this situation, that's not what's happening. So normally when I leave Houston, we have the next flight booked to when I'm coming back. Okay. And that didn't happen this last time. Oh. And so I was just like, is this the end? Is this the end? Like, but then I was like, he spoiled me so heavy the last time I was there. And that's why I was like, oh, were these parting gifts? <laughs> but who in their right mind would just be doing shit like this? Like, we've just shared too much for each other. Girl, I'm stressed. It's weird. Yeah, it's like, what's going on? And I don't Talk like when men me. get me to this point. I haven't felt like crazy in a long time and I'm feeling crazy. I'm scared to feel crazy because mm-hmm. it's not a good feeling. It's this shit is uncomfortable. It hurts in between my legs and in my butt. It hurts. <laughs> it does. It's just like the most uncomfortable it's thing. It's uncomfortable because sometimes you don't know. Am I like? Am I? Am I right about my crazy? Sometimes yeah. it's acceptable, and then sometimes it's unacceptable. And I got that women's intuition that be real, even if you don't have no facts, findings, or proof. It be real, women's intuition. So I'm just trying to like woosaw and not fuck it up to the point where we really are done. Like my by me doing something crazy, like popping up at his job. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you gotta let him do the crazy. You can't do the crazy. But speaking right. of crazy, because sometimes the niggas do do the crazy. Do you think that if you date someone and you find out they're a fuck boy, do you think that they can ever change their ways and come back to your life later? Like they were the fuck boy with me. Like they fucked me over, and then like they, yeah. they he came back, and he's like, oh, I'm rebirth. Yeah, can he come back as a new man? Do you think? Like basically, do you think they can change? I do not. You don't. Sadly, Why not? I don't because. Because I have let fuckboys come back. <laughs> oh, I have too. And it has never ended up with like, oh my gosh, he changed. Now, he maybe held it together longer. Uh, yeah. Like, and you're, you start you to You got think, some endurance on that ass. <laughs> but then some shit happens and you're like, oh, you just wanted this to be like a fun situation, which I don't think is fair. If you were a, a pre-fuckboy and then uh-huh. we broke up because of your fuckboyism and then you come back into my life and you're trying to do like a, you know, let me reintroduce myself. Yeah. I wonder I'm if I'm expecting guys, more from you, which I is I wonder if dumb. guys think that if you were dating a girl, like seriously dating her, it wasn't a just fucking situation and you- see her again later and maybe you do just want to fuck her now do they think that you have to come back as like this guy that I want to date again you can't come as a new person I wonder if that's what they think because it's like why do you keep doing this shit we know each other already sometimes I'm horny too and it's okay speak up yeah I think if a fuck if you're a fuck boy that tries to come back into my life and you really did do some dirty you need to really come hard like mm-hmm. don't just slide in my DMs nigga <laughs> You need to be, if I really liked you and you know I'm probably still sad, don't come in taking advantage and fucking me up worse but than the first time. But what if you're over it? 
Then I like am been a long time. It. I would be like, I'm so sorry. Like, this is not happening. And oh, I don't I'm even know why you thought it. I'll let him come back. <laughs> I'm sorry that like after time has gone on and I'm not hurt no more I just hold on to the good memories right so I'll be forgetting about the bad stuff till they piss me off again so when I see him I just be like I love him oh my god I love him so it's fine and uh yeah I think that honestly though I don't I be wanting to change my expectations but I have to keep it real with myself so I'm not on the floor crying crying in the shower and shit because yeah they don't I think that they can Mm -hmm. But I think the likelihood of them changing for a person they dated before is very they slim. They know what you're going to accept. I think that they have to, they'll only change when they want to change. Nobody's going to make them change. It's just like when they get tired of fucking up. And some of them never get tired. And it's like, like, you're not exhausted. Like, that's strange to me. Like, who wants to be a fuck up for the rest of their life? Who, who wants to just keep putting bad karma out there into the world? Like, you just want to keep fucking people over. Every now and again, you know, we, we maybe fuck up some niggas' feelings. But I don't make a oh, habit damn. of that. It's not me nice. Either. It's, it's not, not fair. It's like you do this to every fucking body. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I, I really don't. I would, I would like to talk to one of you fuckboys that's proud about it. I would like to know, too. Like, why do you keep doing this shit? Why do you want to be a dirty hoe? I don't understand. I don't understand either. And, you know, Can fa- you write us an email and Please. let us know? Please. Like, and then you getting everybody pregnant. Honestly, yes. y'all gonna be stressed. Your money getting di- d- divided up in all these different ways. And you're still out they here playing. They don't be having jobs. So they don't have to worry about dividing up their money because the government can't get it. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's something that they do. I read it in a book. was it in the book club yeah it's a book in the book club i was listening to it today well the next book for the book club yeah this man was like you know i don't want to keep no regular job because the state gonna be trying to garnish my check and the man is gonna make me pay child support the man this woman needs you to pay child support take care of your kids i'm getting mad at some of these characters but i have to remember they're just characters these are fiction books Mm mm-hmm some of them seem like real life because they are out here in this world. And that's why I'm glad that they have things like Plan B. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you fuck, and again, you're like, you thought he was good, and then you're like, ooh. And sometimes that shit don't work, so I'm glad clinics are still open. And, you know, too, unless you live in Texas. Years. Like, you, I mean, they open, but after six weeks. <laughs> you know, I could drive on over to Louisiana, <laughs> Oklahoma. This is too. You could take a trip. Flights are still they're getting up there, so y'all just be careful. Take measures on the front end, not the back end. Yeah. Get you a toy from Dame Products and then you don't have to worry about getting pregnant. Them toys ain't gonna get you pregnant. Them toys ain't unless you use them with your man. Now that that might because well, when might you take be. that little the little vibrator and put it behind the goose and don't fuck around and have already taken your taste vitamins because then it's Ooh. a wrap. You know what? Kiki and I <laughs> gonna be pregnant next month. No, I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I review that statement. I am playing. I blocked that. Mm-mm. I wonder what the listeners would do if one of us did get pregnant. I don't know. I wonder what they would think. They're going to be trying to figure out who our baby daddy is. Oh, I would never. Hell, we might be too. <laughs> <laughs> who is she? I would be so sad. I do all this shit talking about I'm going to be with Drake on Victor. Could you imagine if I got pregnant by a broke ass nigga that didn't want to take care of the baby? <sighs> I'm telling you right now, if I did decide to have it, you know how we sit here with the laptops in front of us? I would bring the desktop. It would be different items in front of me until I just had. To. I might not you even tell like nobody. You would be like the people on TV when they're constantly hiding their belly. Yep. Like I would hide that shit till the end. I, oh. <sighs> Jesus. That would be a mess. On that note, we are going to move on to Indecisive Diane. And when we come back, we have some advice for you. Would you stop thinking about what everyone wants? Stop thinking about what I want, what he wants, what your parents want. What do you want? What do you want? 
It's not that simple. What do you want? What do you want? Hey ladies, it's me, Indecisive Diane, and this week, boy, do I have a treat for you. Some of you may have seen it floating around Instagram. It's called the Illuminarium. It's literally a virtual but real safari that you go through. It's indoors. You feel the rain. You feel the stomps. You smell the lion dung. It's a great date night for a first date, getting to know each other, or if you got kids and you need to bring those little suckers, make sure you go. Okay, and we are back from Indecisive Diane, and it is time for the advice. Please send your advice emails to us at askcocktails at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Okay, so the first one that I have pulled up, the subject was scared to ride dick. Mm, I've been there before. I absolutely love, love, love your show. I listen while at work, and you guys give the best advice. I need help, y'all. I just started dating this really amazing guy, and we have the best sex ever, but I'm terrified to ride his dick. Mm. I am a bigger girl, and all of my past sexual experiences, I never had to ride a dick. And quite frankly, I didn't really care, but with this guy, I really want to please him. So I want to ride that dick, but I'm scared. (laughs) Like, what if I sit on it wrong or ride it wrong? Like, I need help, some tips, tricks or something. I watch porn to get ideas, (laughs) but they always have teeny tiny girls who can bounce all day on a dick. And I'm like, where the big girls at? (laughs) Help a timid girl bring out her inner freak. Thanks, ladies. You know what? I don't know if you want to do all this, but they have a, a tool you can use there's lots of them um that it's kind of like a rod and dick stool almost it's got some i don't know what the material is something elasticy but you sit on it it's got a hole so it's dick it's gonna support you so if you're a heavier girl and you might need some or maybe your legs just weak you don't even have to be heavy you can sit that above him um i also think it's how you position your legs and your feet and you got to work on them squats now the strength ain't gonna come from nowhere yeah and also for i am I'm not new to riding dick anymore, but for the longest time, I wouldn't ride dick. Mm -hmm. You really get to change the way you orgasm and change how good your sex can get when you're in control. Um, Put some music on if you need to have. I have to have like a little rhythm to go to. Mm -hmm. Spell out coconut. And that sounds crazy. I have done it. Kiki, I think you've done it. Mm -hmm. There are certain things you can spell out that naturally make your hips work in a way that a man's penis will like. Also, I did a bonus episode on how to ride dick with Samaya from Sex. Sexual essentials. You have to be a patron to see it. But we actually did visuals of me showing her how I ride dick. And then she was like, okay, no, now do this. Mm-hmm. But if you spell out coconut for starters, it's going to be good dick writing skills. You, you might feel dumb, but he not going to know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I hope That's it works out one. for you, girl. Tell us how it goes. Good luck. Okay, next one. Hey, ladies, give it to me straight. I met this woman in November 2020. Right off the bat, I could tell her communication wasn't the best. It would take her hours to reply. I wasn't too concerned because we didn't know each other. We eventually fell off. She ghosted me. But I still left space for her in the back of my mind. Months later, she popped back up saying she was in my city and wanted to link up. We did. And we hit it off to the point where where we escalated things rather quickly on a sexual and romantic level. 
For almost six weeks of her being in town, we really connected, spending almost every day together. I met several of her family members and friends. Um, But even then, while in each other's presence, her communication via phone was sporadic and her timeliness was an issue as well. She has shown up between 30 minutes to two hours late for our meetups. Two hours? God damn. That's rude. And would take hours to respond to text. It frustrated me to the point where I called it quits, but she insisted on me giving her a second chance, in which I did. Other issues also took place, such as her giving affection and intimacy, then taking it away. When I'd want to cuddle, she'd reject me. Or if I wanted her to share an intimate moment, she'd dismiss me, but would want me to do those things for her on her time and scene. This is a selfish person. Mm-hmm. I addressed it on numerous occasions and she would say things like she's still getting to know me and that I would see it as a rewarding thing and that it's special and that she's taking her time with intimacy and she's trying to stick to a process of how she's done things previously. Girl, what? Yeah, we've already had sex and have done everything else under the sun. She eventually went back to her state after she requested that we court each other exclusively and still the same problems arise. Inconsistencies with text and still no phone calls. At this point, I'm really wondering if I should move on or be patient. Thank you, T. Um, side note, this is from a woman. So these are like, lesbians. Okay. She don't like you that much. She 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 don't. Six weeks is a long time. There's for the something girls. she's trying to get from you. I don't know what it is. Do you have money? I'm wondering if maybe she hasn't really been with a lot of women before and she's testing it out, or maybe Maybe she's juggling a lot of people and you just aren't top of the list. Because I know sometimes when I have done that, there's always a straggler that you want to keep. You want when I make time, I want to get to know you, but you're not at the top of the list. Someone Mm -hmm. else is really, really has my attention. and You're just like a a pocket Uh person. She's probably doing a lot of dating and doing stuff with other people. Or maybe she feels like you're too attached. I don't know. But then she introduced you to the family. She just seems like she's just not that into you, whatever it may be. She likes you enough to do the things, but like to backtrack on it. I don't know. I don't think she's really feeling it for whatever reason. I don't either. And it's always okay to like tell this to someone. You know, you don't Mm -hmm. have to go off, but maybe you could say, hey, if you are not into me, let me know so that I'm not wasting my time. Mm -hmm. That's always I feel like you're stringing me along and it's not cool. Yeah, and and we don't have to do this. Like, if you need clarification, I'm at a point now where I be needing to know like what's going on. And I've also been told about myself. The, yeah, the white guy that I went on that date with, and Ooh. I was, you know, cracking. He saying? was like, "Look, if things I, we were supposed to go somewhere else, and I just never responded to him, and that that was wrong. And it was just he was at the, he was low on the totem pole, and so yeah. but he did reach out, and he was like." You know, we are still in the same friend groups in some way. So, like, I don't want things to be awkward. If you want me to not reach out to you anymore, just let me know. If you're not interested, just let me know. Yeah. So, I think you should ask her. I think so, too. Good luck, girl. And also, you don't want somebody like that in your life. You don't want them to keep putting you on the back burner. You probably yeah. don't deserve that. Are you a that. back burner, bitch? I think the fuck not. Hmm. All right, so we're going to move on to the cocktails. Remember, you can send your cocktails to cocktails.atl at gmail.com, and maybe we'll read it on the show. Once upon a time, not long ago, I was a ho, 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 was a ho, 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 was a ho. So, I have. 
have this one up and it says, hey, ladies, I love you guys so much. And I've been a faithful listener and patron for a while. Thank I'm gonna you. Say Patron. What's wrong with me? I want to drink. <laughs> OK, so I decided that it's finally time for me to send my cocktail. So a while ago when I was in college, I met this guy. He wasn't my typical type of guy, but he was pretty cute. And he was such a nice guy. So I decided to try it out. We went out for drinks at a bar not too far from my dorm. And we had a great time. While we were there, he kept telling me about this show he had just started watching on HBO. Now, me being a broke college student, I didn't have HBO because that wasn't in my budget. Instead of saying that, I suggested that we go back to his place so I could see it. Once we got there, we were cuddling on his couch watching the show. We laid down in the spooning position, so my booty was up against him. He was rubbing all of my thighs, and his big hands felt so nice that I didn't want to stop him. I felt him getting hard, but sex wasn't in my plans for the night, and I made sure that he knew that. Hmm. About 30 minutes later into the show, he makes this weird grunt and moans. I'm about to nut. What? (laughs) I look back and said, you're about to what? Before I could even finish my sentence, this nigga nutted without even touching the puss. I was mortified. He was wearing basketball shorts, but they were the cheap ones that you could get at Walmart. So there was sperm all on my little leg. (laughs) When he went to the bathroom to clean himself up, I wiped my leg with a wet paper towel in the kitchen and took off before he came out of the bathroom. Thank God I drove my own car. Then he had the audacity to ask me why I left. I swiftly blocked his number. Then he decided to message me on IG. So, of course, I had to block him on there, too. I guess my soft skin was just a little too much for him. LOL. That's funny. I had a college story like that. I shared in the beginning cocktails where we didn't even have sex yet. And he nutted all over my black skirt. And I had to like, I was just sitting there looking like, what happened? How? Why? That's tough. Sorry for the guys out there. Damn, that sucks. I couldn't imagine. You got to put a panty liner in your stuff. Yeah, something. Catch, a little catch pad. that. that is <laughs> you catch that sperm now. You having a leak out of that mess short? Uh, she said she blocked his number. This don't even deserve <laughs> any explanation. Bye, nigga. Okay, <sighs> next one is titled Dick Fished. Hey, ladies. (laughs) I just want to say I love y'all. I hope this isn't too long, but here it goes. Quick backstory. I have herpes. When talking to a potential sex partner, I let that be known straight off the bat, answering any questions and letting them know um, and letting them decide if they wanted to proceed. Good for you. Keep this in mind while we go on. So I met this guy on FetLife. It's a BDSM thing. We'll call him Eric. His thick nine inch dick had me intrigued. So I let him know everything and he's okay with it. So we set a date and we meet up. The day of, he tells me to bring some toys with me, which included an eight inch dildo, a silicone anal plug and a wand. Y'all, within five minutes of being in the room, I have my dildo deep in my pussy and my wand on my clit. He proceeds to make me come so hard. I screamed and squirted all over the toys and the bed. Now it's time to get to that thick dick in my mouth. While I'm trying to fit all the dick in my mouth, I notice he isn't getting fully erect. I'm thinking to myself, oh, it'll pass. Y'all, he could not stay hard. He kept saying, I don't like condoms. I got fucked with my toys more than him. With the third and final condom, he was able to fuck me hard and deep until he was ready to come and he comes on my face. Afterwards, he says, I didn't eat you out for long and I didn't swallow. I should be all right, right? Oh, because the herpes thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you were lying about having it. My 
nigga. What? Why would you lie about that? <laughs> you weren't asking me that when you were fucking my face. And why would I lie about something like that? I was going to give him a chance to redeem himself. But after that comment, I seriously doubt it. Sorry for the long story, but needed to tell someone the full story since the one friend that knew about me meeting him doesn't know I have herpes. Signed, dickfish and annoyed. <laughs> That's weird. That is. Why would Sir. anybody lie about that? I feel like people would lie about not having it before lying about having, having it. it. Like you would. See, I don't know, girl. But that's yeah, why it's you, hard to be honest with people because they just. What's wrong with you? Yeah, and I wonder if he's a young man. It's always interesting to me when men, when younger men, have a hard time getting hard. Um, one time, my dad was telling me that um, sometimes if you eat too much red Wait, meat, why it were can, y'all talking about hard dicks? <laughs> no, we weren't talking about hard dicks. We were talking about <laughs> men not being able to get hard, and it came uh, that's from <laughs> hard dicks, girl. We weren't talking about hard dicks. We were talking about men not being able we're to talking get about hard. soft dicks. Okay, so it came from my dad talking about he, him, and my brother, but really my dad. They're always trying to get me and my mom and my sister to be vegan, and so when my dad was talking to me about it, he was like, and you know, sometimes. Eating a lot of red meat for men, it can affect their prostate and sometimes they can have trouble getting erect. Mm -hmm. And like he's when he said that to me, I was like, okay, dad, next subject. But I did take a mental note of that. And I was like, dang, like maybe because young I've dealt with young men that have had a hard time getting hard. And Mm -hmm. it's just like you have to take that. I'm like, what you eating for breakfast? Ribs? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just saying, if y'all want to take a little note, try it out. Oh, my God. That's crazy. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember to check us out on Patreon every single Monday for a bonus episode. It's patreon.com slash cocktails. And, ooh, I got a call. I thought you were about to crack up. I was like, what happened? <laughs> Nothing. It's something in my throat. I don't know what. I wish it was some liquor, so I'm about to go get some. Y'all follow us on Instagram at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. And I'm at Coffee Bean Dean. <laughs> Until next week, you guys. Goodbye. Goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.